Today's daf is daf tzaddik zayin, and you've almost as we learned for four shlem for Yosef Israel ben Chaimichal and Elazar ben Reuma. We got to the near the bottom of tzaddik bavam and basic. Where was discussing a memra that Rabbi Yochanan had said, and Rabbi Elazar apparently repeated it over without using his name in terms of discussion of if they made the uh, bia of a ben tes of a child who was uh, of a boy who was nine years old. Is that like Mimer or not? There was a discussion about that in yesterday's Gemara. At the end, Rabbi Lozer repeated on Lacha that Rabbi Yochanan had said that they did make it. Rabbi Yochanan had said that uh, Asu, that they did make that. They made it like the uh, uh, like Mimer, like they gave it the, that uh, power. And Rabbi Yochanan took offense that Rabbi Lozer didn't repeat it over in his name. So uh, they first uh, said, listen, what are you complaining about? We had other kinds of machlokas in that mention. So he said, you're making it worse. My students also, you're comparing me to my students. Finally, Rabbi Yaakov ben Edi brought down a story. He said, look, Yoshua learned everything from Moshe. Yoshua repeated all over the Torah every time. He didn't say, Moshe said this, Moshe said that. He just repeated all the lochas. Everybody knew it was from Moshe. So the same thing over here. Everybody knows what Rabbi Lazar is. Your Talmud. If he, whatever he says, it's from you, even though he doesn't say it on each and every sentence. So he says, oh, this, uh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. He says, why didn't you answer? Why he asked the others? Why didn't you answer me like this answer? That's a good answer. But the Gemara says, uh, um, five lines from the bottom of the page. So why weren't you able to pacify me like the other? That's a good answer. Everybody knows that He's my student, and whatever Ablazer says is from me, and that's good enough. Three lines from the bottom of Sadiq Bob and Bayes. Why was he so uh, why was he so steadfast and uh, 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 that he was upset that it wasn't said over in his name? What's the big deal if it's said over in his name? He was so particular. Why? famous man I'd like to live, like live in your tent for in different worlds, olamim for worlds. We all know you're either in this world or in the next world. Can't be in both. How can it be that I, that uh, Dabravel said, I want to live in your worlds? How can that be? Could a person live in two worlds at the same time? He wrote so, the top of Tzadik Zion now. I hope that if after I'm gone, they will say over Torah in my name in this world. Notice. Here he says this Rabbi himself, who was upset about it. Here he says the name of Shemichai. If they say over Torah in this world, in his name, like if today we say over Avart from Yaakov Kanievsky, or from anybody else who's gone now, his lips move in the kever. In other words, it's like he's still in this world. That's the idea. He's like still in this world if they say Torah in your name. And some say it was Shimon, the Nazir said, Micah, where do you see some of the Pasuk? Your palate is like a good wine, going to my beloved Meshram smoothly down. Moving the lips of those who sleep. What does it mean? Like a, like a pile or a, um, a vat of, uh, of grapes that are piled up and then they start sitting on time with another and heating up. Uh, as soon as you put your finger on it in one spot, it starts oozing out the other spot. In other words, it's bubbling up. It's like moving, so to speak. Since in this world, if they say something that they heard from 
the Ramah from Moshe Rabbeinu, from the Rambam, you say something over, so the same double as the kever, their lips move in the kever, so to speak. So I don't know if that means literally or figuratively, but it's like they're both, they're in this world and the next world at the same time. The Mishnah had said that uh, whether, uh, when we're talking about a nine-year-old uh, who made uh, be who performed Yibam, and then he died, so we say, because it's sort of like, um, meaning Ruben died, left a brother Shimon, Shimon was, was nine years old and performed Yibam, but it's not really, and then he died. So since it's not really, it's only like Mimer, the second one. So it's like she fell, this woman Leah fell both from Reuben and from Shimon because Reuben was her husband and Shimon was her, her you know, her brother-in-law who slept with her, but he wasn't even bar mitzvah yet. So therefore we said, according to the Tanakama, there's no, uh, you don't have to even do chalitz in that case. So he said in these cases, in the end of mission, it says whether he's nine years old or whether he's 20 years old, meaning, that's the same thing. If you're nine years old and you're, you're, you're on, to be bar mitzvah, you have to have both shanim and simanim, meaning you have to have pubic hair and you have to have ears. Halacha mashmi sinai, a girl is 12 years, at uh, 12 years old, a boy is at 13. That's for Jews. So it says whether he's nine years old or whether he's 20 and he hasn't brought pubic hair, he still has a halacha like a cotton. So a 20 year old who doesn't have hair is like a cotton, says the Gemara. Uh, if he's 20 years old, he hasn't brought hair yet. If you write a proof, show him show his, his uh, birth certificate or his tutor or whatever, showing that he's 20. He has now, he's defined now as a eunuch or a person who's sterile. In other words, he's an adult now and he has no luck of meaning the wife doesn't have to, if, if the Leah, the sister in law, doesn't have to wait anymore for him, he's uh, disqualified. But it's like he's an adult. You're saying in our mission, if he's 20 years old with no hair, he's a child, he's still considered not bar mitzvah. There we say, no, if he's, if he's 20 years old and he hasn't brought simon yet, then he's an adult who's uh, disqualified. Something with a woman, both if he's a man is sterile or the woman's sterile, there's no halacha even there. Not only that, it's, it's if, if the first marriage was a good marriage, Reuben Talea, it would be prohibited. For the brother who is a Saras or for Lay, if she's announced to perform even because it's a Shlabaka mitzvah. So, what do you see over here? That a 20 year old without Simonim is like an adult. Our mission says 20 year old Simonim is a child. We had this before also in this Mesechah. No, we explained this business that we say that a 20 years old, if he hasn't brought hair, that or if she's if she's 20 hasn't brought hair, brings Simonim. It's only if they also, not besides lacking pubic hair, they also have the Simonim of a sterile person. A woman would have no breasts, she would have a deep voice, she doesn't have uh, uh, skin like a woman, all the things we said before, she doesn't have a belly like a woman. In a man's case, he's got smooth skin like a girl, he's got a girl's voice, and he's got, you know, he's got other simonim that show that he's not uh, not capable. Then he's a gadol. Then he's a 20 years old. If he has no pubic hair and he has simonim, that he's not a normal person, he's sterile, then he's considered a gadol at that point, disqualified from even, and everybody can go on with their lives. The, the uh, Leah, the uh, sister-in-law, can now just get married to somebody else. But Armish is speaking about where he doesn't have those kinds of simonim. He's just a late developer. He just doesn't have any pubic hair at that point at 20 years old, which is not normal, but he's still considered a cotton. And therefore, the, the rules on Armish apply. Amarav, they can Amik Tani says, Saris. It's not just to say 20 years old that he has no hair, Saris. That doesn't make him a Saris. He also has to be where he has a simon of Saris. Okay, so we said, we also discussed this before. Let's say, he has no simon of saras. He doesn't have a girly voice. He doesn't have uh, smooth skin. He's a hairy fellow. He just doesn't have any pubic hair. 
If he doesn't have the Sumas, when does he become a Gadol? He's not a Saurus. He's 25, 30 years old, not a Saurus. He has no Simon of being sterile. Uh, but uh, at what point is he become a Gadol? Until most of his years, meaning you consider a person in uh, those days, even today, 20, 70 years old is considered a full life. Now, Baruch Hashem, many of us are Zoha to uh, extended years, right? But that's because we can learn Torah this way. So, until most of his years, meaning once he's past 35, once he's past 35th birthday, so to speak, in the second half of his life, then he's considered a Gadol. So, uh, a person who doesn't have, even if he doesn't have pubic hair, but if he's not a Saurus, or she's not an islandist, she doesn't have a simonim. Once they're 35, they're past the 35th birthday, that means they're into their second half of their lives, then they're considered gadolim. What, what if the. Uh, yeah. Then he's a full gadol. He could be nine in one day and have Bia, and it's like mama. That's mama, correct. Okay. And what if he's a little bit older and she gets pregnant? Yeah. And we know he's not a sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a problem. It's not a problem. So she's pregnant. So she, so he was he performed Gibum. He performed Gibum. The child is his. So what? Nothing, there's no harm done. I'm he's still not. Other thing. Is he considered a bottle? No. Nowadays we No. He wouldn't be able to get Malia. Yeah. Minion. yeah, technically not. Technically not. Even though it's a very good point, because back to Martin Yud Bays, when we discussed that with a woman, we said that. What do we say over there? We said, remember, we said that a, a girl who's not 12 years old is not capable of, of bringing a child to uh, to term, right? Even though today you can have it with medicine and uh, the medicine, modern medicine, but in those days it was considered impossible. So what happens if she has a child? That's proof that she is bat mitzvah already. Yeah. And so it's so with a girl, you say that. I don't know if you say that with a boy, because with a boy, you can never prove, you know, you know, there's always some question as to who the father is. So even if she had a child, you know, we assume it's his and DNA and all that, but but you don't check those things. And the point still is, is that you wouldn't give him an aliyah, correct? You know, or you can give him an aliyah, but you wouldn't be mostly others, whatever. Yeah, that would be right because we say a nine-year-old is capable of having bia. He's capable of he's capable of impregnating. Yet he's not bar mitzvah. That's clear. For example, Rashi pointed on yesterday's daf. If you look in Rashi, um, that's a very important Rashi to mark that when it says over there. Um, Rashi is uh, uh, um, I don't see the Rashi right now, but it's on. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was on Ahmed Bay. Yeah, Rashi in the middle of the Mishnah, about two thirds of the way down. Rashi, in other words, Rabbana made it like a mime when he's nine years old, but let's say. Uh, let's say, let's take your example a little bit further. Let's say he's 10 years old and he gives somebody Kedushin. She's bat mitzvah and he gives her Kedushin. Kedushin, no, no. And if he dies right now, there's no Yibam or Chalitza. It's not Kedushin, even though he's a Gadol and he could have impregnated her. There's no Kedushin, he's not bat mitzvah. Okay, but by a woman, we did say, you know, don't listen. We always had that part, you always had that part that, that, that uh, you know, when when um, when we had our first daughter, or we had the girls first, so we had, Three girls, then three boys. So the first girl was born. So we had a definitely had a great uncle, uh, an uncle who used to say, "Oh, banim hare that bas chila simen yafel banim." Remember the Gemara says that. The Gemara says that also. That if you have a girl first, that's a good simen for the boys. So the real shot in the Gemara is that it's good to have girls first because they'll help the mother take care of the children. That's the real shot. But the Velt always says, "Oh, if you have a girl first, banim bas chila. If you have a girl first." That's a good sign that you'll have boys. You know, Bas Chil with Simen Yafel Abanim. 
And we had the second girl, he says, oh, that's a real good simon. <laughs> the girl says, oh, good, I grace the simon. That's a great simon. But the answer, that is, that <laughs> forget all the simonim. The Gemara says banim adifim is simonim. In other words, meow. Yes, she has to have. She has to have two hair. She has to bat mitzvah. But if she has a child, banim adifim is simonim. Forget all. Forget all the simonim. You know. And in Yiddish they say all the simonim are grace in the runim. You know, the simonim are nice things, but uh, they don't hold water. You know, in court, simonim aren't good enough. Uh, yeah, give me the money, right? right. All right, so, so what happened? Kiyosa came at a rabba near the end of the, of the parakel. Kiyosa went to give a rabba with questions about this. A kid would be, you know, 18 years old, 19, 20 years old, and he didn't have pubic hair. And he wasn't, uh, you know, it's very rare to have somebody, a saurus or an analyst with those, you know, strange simonim. It's almost like uh, unisex, uh, you know, people, you know, unfortunately today they try to make themselves that way. But, but you know, they, that he's, he has no male characteristics and she has no female characteristics. So when somebody would come like that before, they weren't like that. They, they, they had characters, they just didn't have, they didn't have hair yet. Uh, so if he was weak, meaning he didn't have any any hair yet, fatten him up a little bit, give him something to, give him something to eat. Now, if he was too fat, put him on a diet. In other words, Rava knew that the proper balance is not to be too skinny, not to be too fat, right? If, you know, give him on a diet. The honey simonim, these simonim, these simonim of of uh, of of, uh, of you know pubic hair, zimna the nasri machmas kishu sometimes disappear because of being weak, being not fed properly. The nasri machmas sometimes they could fall off because they're too fat. In other words, sometimes there could have been simonim, but they could have fallen off or they could have disappeared. So therefore, he said, you know, put them on a proper diet. Now this brings us into the next paragraph. We had this more all pretty much before back on the talit. What does this mean? You're not supposed to rape people. You're not supposed to seduce, seduce people. So let's just call it out of wedlock. A man slept with somebody out of wedlock. He can, of course, marry her. If, if, if she was a Nara, uh, if she was a Nara Basula uh, and he raped her, he has to marry her, right? All right we, let's just talk about a case where he slept with somebody out of wedlock. Can his family, can he now marry her daughter or her mother or her sister? Yes, why not? It's only if they're if he were married. If you were married to a woman, right? If Reuven was married to Leah, he's not allowed to marry her mother, her daughter, her sister. But if he didn't, he wasn't married to Leah. He just slept with her. Let's say out of wedlock, then you could. Okay. But of course, the other way around is so good. If he's married to Leah, married already to Leah, right? If he just slept with Leah, he can marry her her family. But if he was married to her, then he couldn't. He couldn't uh, live with his her daughter, her mother, or sister out of wed. Like doesn't make any difference. Then you're chayyim. No sin. That's one Allah. No sin. What about if his father slept with somebody out of wedlock? You know, if your father's married to somebody, even if it's not your mother, of course not your mother. You can't. You can't marry her, right? You can't sleep with her. What about if your father just lived with somebody out of wedlock? Can you marry her now? No If your son. You can't sleep with your, you're not allowed to sleep with your daughter-in-law, right? You can't sleep with your father's wife. That's if his wife or daughter-in-law. But if you brought, if your father or your son just slept with somebody, that doesn't forbid you from marrying your according to the Tanakhama. Rabbi Yudah, Oster, Benu, Sabah, Benu, Sabah. We had this before in Daftal. Rabbi Yudah says you can't. If your father slept with somebody out of wedlock, like you can't marry her. He has a posik for that. But we go like the Chacham. Okay. Taninu, our mission, which says that you can marry the relative of the woman that you slept with, right? If you didn't marry her. This this uh, Mishnah is a proof to this price. So the Tanya Lohadatan Rabbanam 
If you raped a woman or let's say slept with her out of wedlock, you're allowed to marry her daughter. If you married somebody, also Lisa, but then you can't marry her daughter. But is this really the case? Let's say a person was suspected of having adult, of sleeping with this woman. He was suspected. It wasn't adultery. She wasn't married. He wasn't married. Let's say it'll make him if he was married or not. But if she if she wasn't married, it was suspected. Also, be imobito He's not allowed to marry her relatives if he was suspected of sleeping with her. So you see, it's also says that's only midrabbanan. The rabbi said, don't do that. Why? Because if a man slept with woman A out of wedlock and then he married her daughter or her sister or her mother, even though there's no technical instrument at Torah there, but we're afraid if he slept with her. And he had originally slept, if he's married to one of those, and he's originally slept with the first woman, the A, right? We're afraid he might come back to her. Now it's a problem because they're, so the rabbi said, don't do it. Says, so if he don't do it, why did our mission say you're allowed to do it? means you're allowed to marry the relative of your, of the one that you uh, slept without a wedlock. Right, also means only if she's dead already. You should, meaning you slept with a woman, you shouldn't marry her mother or her or her the daughter, or whatever. Then I told her you could, but the rabbi said don't do it because you might come back to the first woman. But if she died already, then you could marry her relative. Whereas opposed to let's and say a mother or a daughter, you can't come back. Pardon, then you can't go back to her. Correct, right? Thank you. Let me. Where do we get this from? Where do we get this idea that you can? The Tanur Rabbanu Mekul Nemeshchiv that says Kol Shochem in Kedush in Kedush in Kedush it says over there you know you you, call, you shouldn't uh, um, that it's also to sleep with this one Shochev 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 Kan Nemekicha when it comes to marriage it says about taking Lomelcha Derech Likuchan Also Torah only if you married her it's also Amalei Rapapa Lavaya Elmatika Beachosavai your sister it says Isha Sheika Chesachoso are you going to tell me also you can't marry your sister only if you marry her give her Kedush of course it doesn't make any sense. Um, it's only also if you marry her, you're not sleep with her at all. It says, don't take a royal if it's possible to marry her, then it's only also if you married her. So, again, it's only also in Torah. If you married a woman, then you can't marry her mother, you can't sleep with if you married a woman, you can't, mother, you can't sleep with her mother or her daughter or sister, right? When it comes to his sister, it just means sleeping with her, it doesn't mean. Uh, that's one answer. It's based on that. Rav Amr, I know that if you slept with a woman, you're allowed to marry her daughter. If you didn't marry the mother, you just slept with her. You shouldn't sleep with your granddaughter, right? From your uh, your daughter's uh, daughter or your or your um, daughter of your uh, your son's daughter, your brother. You shouldn't sleep. You could sleep with your with hers. No, it's yours, but you're but you're the woman you slept with, Mash, but you could. In other words, if you slept with a woman, you could sleep with her granddaughter. So you didn't marry the woman. Except on the other hand, it says Erebus should be to Los Scali. You shouldn't live with a woman and her daughter, Espaspita or her grandchildren, Osikah. Okay, so how do you resolve these two things? The Pasik says you shouldn't marry your granddaughter, Mashba, that you're the woman you you let's say you you slept with, you could sleep with her granddaughter. And then it says Erebus should be to Los Scali. Okay, so the first process are about when it's out of wedlock. Out of wedlock, in other words, if you slept a woman out of wedlock, you can marry her daughter or her granddaughter. But if it was within wedlock, if you were married to a woman, you couldn't sleep with her granddaughter or her daughter. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe with the one that you slept with without out of wedlock, maybe you can't marry her granddaughter. And the one woman like you could, says, Arias, says, Arias, when it comes to Arias, says, Erbas Bimcha, we talk about Rice, it says, Sheerksim, it talks about 
being a family relative, like incestual. It talks about having a, a, a family, like part of your family. You're related to them. It's not stam a marriage. Like when a person stam commits adultery with a woman and a married woman in the street, that's not share. Share means that it's related to you. Share except but assuming he can share, but like a share. When it comes to just sleeping out of wedlock, that's not called share. So therefore, we know that the first passage, ervas bas pincho bas loskale, and then it says ervas isho bita loskale. In other words, by Arias, when it talks to ervas bas in that parsha. There, it's talking about talking about share, and that's uh, that whole parsha speak about benesuin as opposed to ervas bas ben where it's not talking about share. That share share is not mentioned in that in that parsha in Perak Chof that would be kedoshim, um, and and um, it, it's not mentioned. I think the second the parsha of um, uh, yeah the issue yeah. So in, in the parsha of ervas bas ben there it doesn't mention share. In the other parsha of uh, of Ervas Ishobita, Oskala, there mentions share, so that's talking about Nisuan. Ravira Marusab, so Ravira also says if your father slept with a woman, you cannot marry her. Tanakama said you could. You could, you could marry her. You could say you know, if your father wasn't married to her, you could. Where does Rabbiuta say he says you can't do it? Where did he get that from? Omra Pila Moravi had this before and back up. My time Rabbiuta said, you shouldn't marry your, your father's wife. Even if your father divorces her, if your father died, you can never marry his wife. And you shouldn't reveal, you shouldn't sleep with the skirt, the skirt of your father. What does it mean? Somebody, if your father slept with somebody and there's any skirt that he was with, you should not sleep with. That's his Russia. My divine six. How do you know we're talking about out of wedlock? The previous passage says, there it talks about rape. So here we're also talking about out of wedlock. The previous passage said that. Why not the Rabbanon hold that Russia? If it would be right next to it. In other words, if the Nasin Shechab is right next to Ligal Kanafabib, could it come and you'd be right? Because we said before, there, this Pasuk is in Dvarim, and Dvarim, everybody holds up smuchen of juxtaposing one Pasuk next to another Pasuk to learn out of Drasha. But over here, it's not really Summer because it says, it says, Asani Shechabim talk about rape, and then after it says, your father's wife, that separates between the Parsha of raping and the Parsha of Loyigal Kanafabib. So therefore, Le'igal Kafev is not speaking about out of an, uh, a, an out of wedlock relationship. So what is what did the Rabbana do with Le'igal Kanaf Aviv? Don't really follow what's it referring to? Rabbana Amishmul, Mishmerzim Shel Aviv Akos Medaba. You know what it's speaking about? Your father <clears throat> was supposed to perform Yibam. His brother had died with no children. Your father was supposed to perform Yibam. Your father died now, so she's your father's Shmerzim, and you slept with her. Okay, we have, let's. I am getting ahead of myself when I said your father died. Even, assuming not even your father didn't die, but he's supposed to marry this woman, plus from Yibam, and you went and slept with her. My Knafavov, Knafaroy. Pardon? That's your aunt, correct. Good question. Good question. Good question. That's the next line. Good question. So he says it's your father, your father's aunt, right? Your father, it's, it's your aunt because your father's brother's wife. Your father is supposed to perform Yibam, and if you sleep with her, that's the possible. So the Gemara says, not the next line, sorry, Avram, it's the same line. So why do you say it's because of uh, your your uh, father's Shomeris Yavam? It's your aunt. You can't sleep with your, your aunt. Your uncle's wife is your aunt. There's two, as you get two, two Averis over here. If you sleep with your father's uh, Shomeris Yavam, it's also your Chaya for Dodoso and your Chaya for this too. Now, anyway, Chaya for Dodoso, here you're Chaya also for uh, your father's uh, Shemesh. Here's another problem. 
you're a shook for her, right? Your father's supposed to perform Yibam. Who are you? You're like Yantel in the street. It's also Shemir, she's a Yibam al there's an issue there too. This is Lavla Bishlosh there's three Lavan over here, right? You're the Isar over here, three. Or you could say it's speaking about when your father died already. When your father died, then there's no other brothers. So she can't, she's part from Eden now. She's not usher because of Yibam Lashuk, but she's still your, your aunt, as they say, and uh, in New England. And she's still your she's still your aunt. And she's also, also because it's kind of Ishmael Siavim, because a special Pasuk of, of, of Yigala Kanafava. That's how the Rabbana learned the Pasuk of Loyigala. So we have this Machlokas. If your father slept with a woman, can you marry her or not? The Chacham say you can. Rebuta says you cannot. You're not allowed to marry her. If now we're no talking. Yama, no is, is... So she's free to marry. So there's no. There's no Isra of. There's no Isra of. Of Yom Shuk. Right. So we're saying there's only two Isra. The Isra of Doda, of, of your aunt, and the Isra of your father, Shemir Siavam. That Isra still applies because it's a special rule for your father's blood. Just like, that's what they're about. In other words, this Pussing Loy got Kronfavim is like an extra Pussing. What is it for? Abuda says to tell me if your father ever slept with somebody, you can never marry that woman. Uh, the Rabbanan says to tell you that if your father had a Shemir Siavam, even if he's dead, you can't marry that woman. So now that we're talking about if your father slept with somebody out of wedlock, so we're going to give a bunch of Mishalom crazy cases that, uh, you know, like those videos about the weird cases, how they come out. And I'm at base now, we're on Sonic Sign and Base. Achmeyav, okay, so what's happening over here? You have a daughter, a girl is saying the following thing. My brother from my father's side, if he, let's see if you can get the first case. I don't think you can get the others. Achmeyav, he's my brother from my father's side, below my aim, but he's, we don't have the same mother. Who Baladeim, he's my, he's my mother's husband. Anabarsa, and I'm the daughter of his wife. Who is saying that? Look, it doesn't go like a beauty because Rebuta says you cannot marry your father's, let's say, concubine, you know, somebody out of wedlock. What happened over here? Yaakov had a son, Ruvain, right? And Yaakov slept with this woman, slept with a woman out of wedlock, and they had a child, and we'll call her girl. The girl says now, the girl says now, um, who is Ruvain to her? Now, now they had a child, yeah, Yaakov out of wedlock slept with this woman, and now Ruvain married her. Right, it's her, right, Reuben's her brother. Reuben's her brother. Reuben, her brother, her is her brother from a different wife, obviously, yeah. married her mother. Because, because according to the Chacham, you could do that. Rabbi says you can't. So here he's, again, Achmeyav, he's, Reuben's my, fa- my, my brother from my father's side, but not being the same mother. And Reuben, and Reuben is now the husband of my mother. He's the husband of my mother. And I am the daughter of his wife, his wife from Yaakov, right? From Yaakov, right? So that right and is from Yaakov. I'm but we're I'm I'm a brother of Yaakov. I'm a sister of Yaakov. He's my brother. We have the same father, and um, and uh, how do we we have the same father because Yaakov is the father of Ruvain from another entity. It's Yaakov, this girl out of wedlock, and now my mother was who slept with Yaakov out of wedlock. My father married Ruvain, my brother. That's the case. I'm a Muhammad, like doesn't go like a Buddha because according to Buddha, Ruvain can never marry Yaakov's concubine. Let's call it okay. All right, the low Krabyoda the Maslisa. Okay, here's another one. Ahu, he's my brother. Ubriya, he's my son. Achseana, I'm a sister. The Haida the Renaf, he's I'm the sister of the one who I carry on my shoulders. So how does that work? How can he be my brother and my son? Here we give an example of the guy, because Jews shouldn't do this, right? Uh, only guy in prison would do this, commit incest, incest in some form. Albito, who slept with his own daughter. Right? What is he slept with his own daughter? So the daughter is saying, listen, he's my brother. He slept with the daughter and they had a kid. 
So this daughter is saying, you know what? The kid is my son and he's also my brother because we have the same father, right? Shalom uh, uh, greetings to you, Bri, the, you, my son, Bas also the daughter of my sister. Bas uh, I am the daughter, uh, uh, I'm the daughter of your sister. I am, again, he's, you're my son and I am the daughter of your sister. He slept with his granddaughter. Okay, he slept with his granddaughter. So now the granddaughter is saying, you know, I am the daughter of your sister, right? I'm the, I'm the daughter of your sister because your sister and you all have the same father because of the guy. Uh, the low, uh, then he says, the ones who, the water carriers, I want to give you a nice, like I'm going to give you a nice riddle. Uh, this one that's falling to you now, try to uh, try to figure out this one, like Qatar, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, interpret the this hidden one. What's that? The Darinu, the one that I'm carrying, who, who bar, I, he is my son, Bana Bras, Ahba, and I am the daughter of his, I am the daughter of his uh, sister, let's say, right? Or I'm the daughter of, let's say, of his brother, Albas Mino, who slept with his granddaughter from his from his uh, his son's daughter. So over here also, and some of the other, and, and now the girl is saying, this granddaughter is saying, you know, you are my son, and uh, uh, you are my son, you're my son, Anna Bras Achba, and I am uh, the daughter of your brother, effectively, right? That's I'm the daughter of your brother. Bye bye, whoa whoa, my ach from my brother, who my brother, who's also my father. Listen to this. He's my father, Bahubal, he's my husband, Bubarbal, and he's the son of my husband, Bubala de Aim, and he's the husband of my mother, Bana Barsa and I am the daughter of his wife. And with all that, and he won't help out, he won't give any bread to the Isomim who are his grandchildren. Well, how does that all work out? Listen to this one weird one. If you lost me, we're at the time, first of the white lines, but overcome my Balimo. A guy slept with his mother, Oedipus, right? Slept with his mother, Beholid, Nimanabas, and he had a daughter. Bechazerobal, Osabas. Then he slept with his own daughter. In other words, he slept with his mother, then he slept with his daughter. Bechazer Zakin, and then his father also slept with, with his daughter, Baal, Baal, Menabam, had children. So all this is uh, how this works out. It says, listen, this guy is my father, and he's my husband, and he's the son of my, son of my, of my husband because uh, of all this incest that took place. Anavat Achi, you, uh, I and you are, are uh, siblings. Anavavuch Achi, I and your father are, are brothers. Anavimech Achi, and me, I and your mother are, are siblings. A guy who slept with his mother, he had two daughters from her. Two daughters, he had slept with his mother, he had two daughters. Now, <laughs> these daughters are basically his sisters too, right? Slept with his mother, and he had two girls from here for her. And then he slept with one of his sisters, who's also her, his children, and they had a son. And when when his aunt was holding him, and this is what she said to him. She said, uh, you know, I and you are brother and sisters, because we had the same father on the book. I and your father were also brothers, and I and your mother are of us, because we all came from the same, the same, the same parents. Um, Here's the last one. I know about this one's kosher. All those that we spoke in the middle were only by Goyim. Only Goyim do those. Jews don't do those things, right? I know about the nei achi, I and you are, are children of, this, of, of um, children of sisters. 
In other words, our mothers are sisters. Listen to this one. Uh, I and your father are uh, the sons of brothers. Brothers. I and your mother are also the sons of 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 uh, sons of two brothers. We are the children, let's say, of two of two brothers. How does that work? This also works out the heter. How so? Kigong. Reuben has two daughters. Reuben's a good guy. He's a Jew, right? No Jew, he's the before. He has two daughters. Okay. Now, who married his daughters? His brothers. Brothers can marry your brother's nieces, right? So, uh, Shimon married one of Reuben's daughters. But Levi, not Levi, not the brother. Levi, Bar Levi married his cousin, right? Bar Levi married the other, the other daughter of Reuben. In other words, they kept it in the family, but it was all legitimate, right? And this is what the son of Shimon said to the grandson of Levi. Again, what did he say? Look at the words now. Uh, I and you, right? What happened? The son of Shimon said to the grandson of Levi, I and you, I we, I and you, are the sons of, uh, of brothers, right? I am the son of Shimon, right? I know, I know about, and you are the grandson of, of Levi. That's like we're brothers. I know about, I and your father. Your father is Levi. Uh, I'm sorry. I know about, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't say that right. The first one is, I know about, we are the sons of sisters because they're both the sons of Reuben's two daughters. We said Reuben had two daughters. Shimon married one daughter. The son of Levi, the son of Levi, married another daughter. So he tells. So first he says, we are the sons." Here, Achim means sisters. That's what the confusion is. We are the sons of sisters because our mothers are sisters. They're both the daughters of Reuben, right? I and your father. I meaning I. I am the son of Shimon, and your father, who was the son of Levi, we are the sons of brothers. Shimon and Levi are brothers, right? I and your mother, I and I and your mother are the sons are, are the children of sisters. Why? Because I am the son of of uh, one of the daughters, and uh, and your mother is also from the, the, a, a sister, right? They're both the sons of, of sister of of, uh, of No, and the last one is I know I and your mother, your mother. Who is your mother? Levi, your uh, Levi Mary. One of those two sisters. So I and your mother are also the children of the same uh, of, of brothers. We're the children of brothers. Why? Because because I am the I am the son of Shimon, and you are the uh, your your mother is also uh, uh, from Reuven. So they're uh, Reuven's daughter. So we both come from the same uh, same family. Yoris was Megayer. She converted and her children. Now we know so uh, Yoris was Megayer, and her children converted with her. Her children converted with her. There's no chalitza over here. No chalitza here. We'll see. So what does that mean? Does it mean that it's usher, or does it mean there's no mitzvah? They're not related at all. In other words, they're not related. So if she had some sons who were married with her, they can marry one another. They could, Once they converted, they can marry each other's wives. It doesn't mean anything because they're new people over here. So he says there's no means there's there's no chalitza or yibum over here. If one of the brothers dies, there's no mitzvah of yibum or chalitza. In fact, they could even marry one another. Then he says, even if 
Even if one of them was born, in other words, she had one child after she converted, although the concept it was she was the baby was conceived before she converted. The second one was conceived and born after she was Megayer. The same thing applies. There's no mitzvah We're going to talk about the same thing with the shifra that that she became a full convert afterwards. The same rules apply. Now we tell a story to, to, to enlighten us on the mission. B'nai Yudan Amsa, the sons of, that was her name, Yudan. Uh, she was, uh, Amsa was a was a, a slave. Her sons, Ishtachah, they were freed, meaning they converted totally. Shavu Rabachim Yaakov allowed them, the mints of Nashida, they were allowed to marry each other's wives after they converted, because whatever they were married before, while they were going, is, is meaningless. And he allowed them to marry one another. Amalei Rav of Rav Sheshesh forbade that. Amalei, who also ran Ashrina? He's, Rav Sheshesh forbade it. I permitted it. Now, listen to this. If they were only brothers from the father's side, everybody agrees that's Shari, because Rashmi's on the bus, children are not when it comes to going, children are not miyuchos after their fathers at all. We don't know who the fathers are. Rashi brings that down also. Maybe it's somebody else's father, but there's no yichas to the, to the father uh, when it comes to when it comes to going. So if they were brothers from the father's side, they had different mothers, so question. Everybody agrees that it's mother. If they were, according to this first opinion, if they had the same mother, it's forbidden. Forbidden not Minatar, but let's say because Rashi says, because they'll be confused with Jews. They've got the same mother. The mother's Jewish now. And if her two sons uh, are allowed to exchange wives or whatever, and not be knowing like uh, brothers, uh, you might confuse them, but you might do the same thing by Jews. So the rabbis forbade it. What happens if they have the same father and mother? These two boys who were Megayer with their parents, let's say, um, they have the same mother and father. Mandashari, the one that says, Mutter says, Basar, you look at the father. And the father, everybody knows that father doesn't mean anything and they won't consider them like brothers, right? Uh, they call them the sons of uh, Clyde or whatever, whatever his name was, Tyler, whatever his uh, name was. Uh, yeah, they're, they're sons of him and therefore nobody considers them really to be uh, children from the same father. No, they also called it the children of this mother and therefore Mitter Rabbanan, they shouldn't marry, they shouldn't intermarry once they've converted. Some say, even if the, these two Gaisha brothers and converted now had the same mother, they're still allowed to marry one another, whatever they have for my time. Because a Ger was Megar is like a new person, and therefore he can marry uh, the, the, his brother's wife. The, 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 the two brothers had, had Gaisha wives when they were Goyim. That marriage is dissolved and they become converts. They're like new people now. And they could marry one another as wives. It's without any problem. According to the Sikhanamri, much or even in a case like that. So there's two ways. The first way they learn is Yaakov is Moda, that if you have the same mother, you shouldn't do it. The other one is no. Gershon Sky cut and show dummy. Tanam, what about our mission? Mission is a Gershon Sky Rubanaima, Lochosm Lumiyami. A Gyoris whose children converted with her. And then let's say one of them died with no children. The other one doesn't do Khalitra. What does that mean? My time, Lavishim Dasiri. Doesn't it mean what? That it's Osir. Meaning that they're still considered like buds, and it's also here. You just said Rabbi said in the second in the economy that what that they're not considered brothers at all. Here our mission said though you do no chalitza yim it's mash but it's also chalitza why because they're brothers shalav mitzvah everybody agrees that halachically they don't have the same father right remember if it comes to yim it only goes according to the father not according to the mother they had the same father like from Yaakov Avinu we learned they had the same father so 
everybody agrees over here that there's no yim or chalitza, but it's mashma, there's no chalitza, yim mashma, but it's also because it's Eishin Zachar Shlod Mitzvah. They are bro- they are brothers, right? Eishin Zachar, they have the same mother, but there's no mitzvah over here because there's no yibim, mashma Zachar, and that they could, and Ravach Rebbe said in the second Lashem, what did he say? That they could intermarry. It's low. Dana Batosh Chalitza means like this, that there's no mitzvah of chalitza or yibim on them, v'shari la'alma v'inu namashari. In other words, in a case like that, uh, where they both converted, the children, the mother converted and the children converted. They're all new people. So it doesn't mean no, there's no mitzvah, but they are considered brothers and they couldn't marry one of mother's wives. That's just no mitzvah. No, they, they can marry anybody they want and they can marry each other's wives also because they're like new people. That's what Rachel Rachel will explain the mission. I have that the mission says, Afilu. This is Afilu. What did the mission say? Even if one of, if they were both born Bikdusha, but one had was conceived, Shalom Bikdusha, one was conceived Bikdusha, even then we say no Chalitzim. Says Afilu, but Tani Afilu, Yamad Bishla Masir, if it's Osir, meaning they're considered brothers without a mitzvah of Yibam. Tani Afilu, the Afilu got the region of Rosh Bikdusha, even though the first one was conceived while they were going, but they does Bikdusha, Bashani, or Rosh Hashanah Bikdusha, Ukshtei Mosam. It's like two different mothers, because one was conceived, one conceived her child, and it was the same mother, but one conceived. While they were going, one can see when they were Jewish, it's like two different mothers. It's still usher. It's still usher because they're like brothers and they're not, it's, it, and there's no mitzvah even because they're like two different uh, two different mothers, right? Even though, so if it's two different mothers, maybe you'll say, what, that since one was Bukdush, it's still usher because they're like, even though it's like two different mothers, but it's really the same mother. And if it's the same mother, the rabbi said you shouldn't do it because you might come to do that with regular Jews also. So then it would make sense. If, what's the point of Afilu? If you tell me Afilu is what? That even though it's like two different mothers, still we say it's like one mother and it's also that makes sense. It's also Eliyam Sharu. If it means like Yerushan Shkai and Merchel there's no mitzvah of to Yibim, but they can marry, they can marry whoever they want, including each other. So my Afilu. I'll tell you what the feel is. It's just, so, so the hard smashma like the idea that it's Oster and Ravacha Viyaka would be wrong. That if he converted with this uh, with the, the, the lady converted and her two sons converted, uh, it's mashma here that it's also for them to marry one another's wives, not like Ravacha says. No, it means this. My feel the Afrika, even though, this is the point, even though they were both born Jewish, in other words, when, the, when each one was born, they were, the mother had already converted, and you might confuse them with the Israel. With Israel, they were both born Jewish. Mike with other Jewish women who had two sons, and there, there they cannot marry. Obviously, one another's wives. It's still mutter. It's still about even though they were both born with Why? Because one was conceived without Kusha. Once the lady converts and she's fully Jewish and she conceived two kids afterwards and she's a regular Jew. Here's the point: is that even though one was conceived out uh, out of Judaism, one was conceived in Judaism. I consider like two different mothers. Still, we say it's also no. It doesn't mean that. Maybe it means this. That even though they were both born be kedusha, and you might mix them up with the Israel, feel like still it's shari. That's how Ravachah Yaakov stands his ground in the second economy. Usually, you go like the economy. The Ravachah holds that again. If a woman converted and her two sons converted with her, they can marry each other's wives. No chalitz. There's certainly no mitzvah of chalitz yivam, but they're free to marry whoever they want, including each other's wives. Economy. Some say that just the opposite. Achanam istavra. The Sharu. It's, it's probably that he's right that, that it means that they're they're mutter, like Rafa like the Tani Afilu, Sharu. If you say what, that it's mutter hand the Tani Afilu, the Afghan by us, even though they're both born with Kusha, that's the Khubi Sharu Shari. Eliamrit Asiri. If you say it's also my afilu, what's mean afilu? 
What does Afilu mean? What is he telling Afilu? Of course it's Osir. It's the thing that we wanted to say originally as the, as the Kasha, even though uh, that it's like two different mothers, still it's Osir, even though it's like two different mothers, and you and uh, and uh, you might say that if it's two different mothers, uh, you're not going to confuse it uh, with the two born from one a Jewish woman. Uh, still we say, and you might say that it's that, it, that it's uh, Mutter, it's still Osir. That's how you could learn. So you could learn that it's Osir. So again, when our mission is like Yerushan Skarvanashim, you could learn that it's Osir. Now it's Osir to Chalitzim, and they can't marry one another. It's like Echel Shlomach and Mitzvah. Or you could say not like that. Now the truth is, though, Rashi points out four lines from the bottom of the page. That even if you hold like Rav Yaakov, who says that if they converted, they converted, um, there's no Mitzvah Chalitzim for sure, right? Because they had they were they had a Goyish father, no Mitzvah Chalitzim, uh, uh, no Mitzvah Yim and Chalitzim. However, if they were both born by Kedusha, one was conceived when, it, by, by, when they were Goyim. One was conceived when they were Goyim. And one was conceived when they were, uh, when they were Jews, right? But they were both born Jewish. They still are brothers. There's no Mitzvah Yim, they're the same father, but they couldn't marry one another's wives. In other words, this sort of Bakhri says that they can marry even one of those wives. That's if they all converted together. The mother converted, the two sons converted, two, two, two brothers converted. They're, they're like new people. They can marry. They could marry whoever they want. They can even marry each other's wives from before where they're going because they're not really related. That's if they converted that way. But if they were both born to a Jewish mother, even if one of them was conceived while he was a guy, but they're both in so they're they're mothers from the if uh, they're, they're brothers from the mother's side. They had the same Jewish mother. Then they come from him. That's Rashi's forms on Dafka Meshani Ravacha Where's Rashi say here? Um, no, about. Five says that Pshat in the Mishnah is that they could that it's mutter for them to marry. Uh, he means to say that there's no mitzvah chalitza and they could marry one another. That's in the first case. But if they were born, if they were both born from a Jewish mother. Then they obviously they can't marry one another's brothers because they were both born Jewish. So there'd be no mitzvah Yidim or Chalitza, but they still could not marry one another. They're still brothers. Tashma, proof me from two brothers who were twins. Gerim, they became Gerim. Now sure they were both born at the same time, right? They were Gerim. The Chaim is Shachram, or if they're free, so it's Lachos and Liabim. No mitzvah Chalitzim. They ain't Chayabim Shemeshesach. Okay, that means there's no Chivesach. That means that they're not considered brothers, right? That if they marry one of those wives, no Isravesach. Chalitzavashes love Dusha, less Dusha. If they were conceived while they were going. Then they were born Monday Jewish, that no chalitz or yim, because they were both born that way, both born Jewish. If they were conceived and born Kedusha, right? If they were mother converted, and then she got conceived, then she they're full of Jews. He said before though, that two, if they converted while they were two brothers, they went and converted together, there's no mitzvah chalitzi even because they don't have the same father, obviously. There's no father at all. There's no chiv. So it says, there's no chiv. But it is also. Why would that be also if they converted? You were just saying, Gershon Sky, Kutten Shanol, dummy, that they're free to marry. How could they be free? He says, there's no e. There's no chiv. There's no chiv. There's no chiv at all. I need to buy the message safest. Since the safest is of a chayoven, in a case where, where they were born both with Kedusha. Where they were born by Kedusha, 
right? As he said, Hoysa Rosh Mikdush, Layas Mikdush, Lachas Yavim, but the Chayavim, there you say, your Chayav Eshesach, Tanam Resha Ein Chayavim. But the Resha Taka means is not only are they not Chayav Eshesach, there's no Yisra at all. So at the end of the day, if two brothers convert, they are totally new people and they can marry each other's former wives from the first marriage, according to Rachav How That's if they converted when they were both born Goyim. They were both born and now they converted. If they had a Jewish mother, not, not so. If they were both born to a Jewish mother, then they're, they're regular brothers and be an Isra of Eshesach. And there's a mitzvah of Yimachalitza because they didn't have the same father. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Amor Rav. Have a good day. Go ahead, stick him here. Good fuck, Rami. Good fuck. Good fuck.